0: good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Out with comedian Jamie Jackson. We are on the move. I am walking the dogs on a very calm Sunday evening. Really nice. The sun is low in the sky. It's the golden hour, as people might say. What an appropriate time to do this podcast. But of course, this isn't Sunday's podcast. I will be doing that later. This is Saturday's podcast because I forgot to do it when uh, it was Saturday night. And uh, me and my wife, we were watching... Married at First Sight UK, which is a program about, um, well, you get you get the concept: people marry each other at first sight, and then it's meant to be about you know how they get along in their relationship. And I've defended this program and said it's not salacious reality TV; it's actually about you know marriage and love, and they get matched with experts, and it's about human relationships, which I love. And uh, arranged marriages have existed. For you know, years and years. Anyway, it's like held civilization together, really. Whether or not you might think it's like a moral uh, uh, enterprise or not is a different story. Arranged marriages have been something which has existed for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. But what ha- what's happened yesterday in this fucking program was uh, two people in two different couples. So a, a, a bloke who's married someone else and a woman who's married someone else. Hang on a minute dog pooping. They um they got together and they fucked behind their partners backs. So they they're married and they had affairs behind their partners backs. And uh, it just fucked me off that and then they were allowed back in the in the program as a new couple. And it's like, well, that's not about marriage, is it? I believe in the sanctity of marriage and this this fucking program is shitting all over it. And it just I just then was, felt dirty like, oh god, I'm adding to the you know, gossipy, trashy reality TV of this country by by giving that programme my time of day. But now I'm invested, so I've got to watch what's happening. That's why they let them back in, for the ratings. It's got nothing to do with marriage or love. It's got to do with money, like everything else. How dispiriting. Talking of dispiriting, then uh, Star Wars Episode Seven turned up. You know, that first one, I can't remember what it's called. The first one back, the first of the sequels, you know, with Ray and Finn and all the new characters. Oh, what's it called? I can't remember because of the pressure of this podcast. You'll probably shout at the title. But anyway, I watched that and I forgot how great it was. It's such a great uh, film and it's very emotional and very funny and they did such a, a good job of making Star Wars feel like Star Wars again. It was so familiar. I grew up with... Episode 4, me and my sister used to watch it on VHS. We recorded it off the TV. And one of the adverts that we recorded, because it was on ITV, was you can't say Matterson's without saying mmm. Which was an advert from about 1984 advertising Matterson's sliced meats. Interesting. Anyway, and I just got angry watching this Star Wars because I knew how much episode eight and nine then shits on it from a massive height. Now you may not be invested in Star Wars, I certainly am, or I certainly was. And I was so pleased, episode seven was brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Nearly brought me to tears. Like, bits like when they nick the Millennium Falcon and they fly off Jakku. It's like, oh, so good. And like when you first see it come into shot, like tingles at the back of my neck, it's like, it meant a lot to me culturally. It just, you're emotionally invested in all of these things. And then what they did, and then they did the same thing with Lost, which was why it was such a fucking joke, is they, they created episode 7, but didn't think about episode 8 or 9. They didn't really know who Ray was. You know, was she, was she dark side? Was she light side? Was she uh, related to Skywalker? Was she related to someone else? And then they just let uh, whatever the other fuckers called r- like, write episode 8. And just randomly take it in a different direction. And then, episode nine had to kind of put together, put back together everything that episode eight had just kind of fucked up. And whether or not episode eight was like directed beautifully is is another matter. You don't just start a billion dollar franchise by you know writing some characters and going, Oh, we'll think about it film by film. No, have a fucking story arc, have something which uh, which which has an overarching premise. But they didn't do any of that and they fucked the whole thing up and it's, it's so awful. It really made me lose faith in Star Wars. I mean, episodes one, two, and three, the prequels are pretty fucking bad. But um, episode eight and nine are just, oh, disappointing in, in, in new ways that you didn't think possible. And what people have got to realise, that I suppose they do realise this is when they're d- dealing with something like Star Wars or Star Trek or whatever it, it, it people feel very close to these things, they're very precious to them and when they're fucking about with people, they're fucking about with people's youth, they're fucking ab- about with the things that people hold dear and I just thought it was a, a, a real level of disrespect to do that, it's like I've got a mate of a mate who um, I was talking to him about Warhammer, you know those little geeky Things that you paint, and then you roll a twenty-sided dice and go, "Ah, my armour is stronger than your gun," which means, and he he actually can't talk about Warhammer because he gets too (laughs) upset. He gets too upset about it because of what Warhammer uh, the company have have done to the story and done to the characters and done to the game. I never played the game. I used to paint the figures when I was young because I quite like that, but. yeah, it's funny how we just get attached to these things. He's like I can't, I can't, like, I can't even begin to talk about it. And when I was watching episode seven, even though I do love that film, the bit where, you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but something, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it, but a really big thing happens to one of the main characters. And then when Princess Leia sees Chewie and Rey, she hugs Rey first and ignores Chewie, even though they've had all of that history together. for you, It fucking annoys me. Like, I'm, like I'm, It makes me furious. I almost can't watch it because it, it takes you from being in the story to then being pulled out and realising you're, you're watching something that someone has written and made a really fucking hand-fisted decision on. And it's spitting in the faces of people who loved and grew up with Star Wars. And on that note, the final thing I'm going to say is, I have... Um, Loads and loads of the original Star Wars toys. Loads, like the original Atats. I've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of the figures. I've got, um, I mean, every everything that you can think of. I've got. I've got the Return of the Jedi scenes with Jabba the Hutt. I've got him with his little creature. I've got the Princess Leia where you take her helmet off and it's her, but she looks like a bloke. You know, that's when she's in Return of the Jedi. I've got all the different Luke Skywalker's. I've got um, Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader's. I've got all of these figures. I've got. Loads of the stuff. And I'm like, right, it's gonna be, you know, co- it's gonna give me serious amounts of money when I sell it. And I asked my dad where it was and it was in his garage. And then I said to my dad, not long before he died, "Oh, you still got my Star Wars figures in your garage? And he went, oh, I haven't had the garage for years. So I was like, all right, well, well, where are the, where are the Star Wars figures now? And he goes, oh, they're probably in the loft. Now I cleared that loft out as best I could, a few, like a year ago, or two years ago. And I'm telling you something, our Star Wars figures weren't there. So that is tens of thousands of pounds worth of Star Wars figures. I mean, m- maybe more depending on, I mean, they're not in any packaging, but uh, you know, I've got everything. They would have been, they were a huge amount of value. My dad clearly just one drunken night just cleared out his garage and lobbed them in a the skip. No, oh, they're just fucking toys. Never asked me about it, did he? Fucking now. See you on the next pod.